Well, some good news on the pine beetle battle. Say that three times, the pine beetle battle. Uh, pine beetle populations in Alberta, well, they've declined about 94% from their most recent peak in 2019. I know a lot of you have been keeping an eye on this. Certainly, if you've been traveling around the province and you can see those trees that have turned that rust color, let's get the very latest with Dr. Janice Cook, who is the director of the TRIA, Tria Mountain Pine Beetle Encirc Strategic Network and an associate professor in the Department of Biological Sciences at the University of Alberta. Dr. Cook, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jalen. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you must be feeling pretty good with these numbers declining 94% from the peak in 2019. We are definitely cheering. This is a big success after many, many years of roller coasters, ups and downs with this epidemic. It is encouraging to see these populations decline. Now, did we expect it to be that much of a decline? And also for our listeners, what is it besides that cold weather? What else is being done to that, that led to that decline? Well, there's a number of factors at play. And... You know, we always talk about the ecology of surprise with mountain pine beetle. We never know what it's going to throw at us. So we know that we've had enough cold in, in the last few winters, every winter, to knock back a big chunk of that population. So that's been a big help. We also know that, and your listeners know if they've been to Jasper, that we had a lot of mountain pine beetle in that Jasper corridor for a few years. And then those populations dropped. So many of those pine trees were dead because a dead tree can't host a mountain pine mm -hmm. beetle. So, so those numbers dropped in the source of all of those beetles that were flying east into those Hinton areas, the Edson areas. So those are two major issues that have helped to bring those populations down. And we have to give credit to the forestry community for, and particularly for the dedicated crew um, in the forest health and adaptation group that have dedicated so much um, passion to controlling mountain pine beetle on the landscape. Those three things together um, are leading to these exciting news mm -hmm. dr cook um having said all that i'm curious to know do you have a a number on just how much area has been devastated in alberta by the pine beetle yeah you know um it's a big number it's 2.4 million hectares has been affected mm -hmm. that's like half of all of the pine that we have in Alberta has been affected in one way or another during the course of this outbreak. Now that number is small compared to the 18 million hectares that got affected in, in BC, but if we think about our forest land base, that's still a sizable amount of forest that we're were damaged by this this voracious beast. You you, you talked about um, the the pine beetles in Jasper, and again, if you've been out there, you've seen the damage that they that, that, that they've caused over the years, and and then flying east out towards the Hinton area. So I'm curious, you know, are there are there still some big trouble spots in the province right now where the pine beetle is still doing its dirty business? Well, you know. Um, those pine beetles that are 
in that area east of Jasper, they're not gone completely. There's still pockets of active beetle populations, and I hope that this recent cold spell, the um, the overwintering. Uh, kill models suggest that those numbers have declined even more just in the last few days. But what we're a little bit more concerned about is in the southern part of the province, say in Kananaskis, mm. we have active populations down there. And whereas it's been so cold here, <laughs> it's not been as cold down in the Kananaskis area these past few winters. So those populations are still scratching a living and um, are still a cause for concern. So what's being done in those areas? I mean, what can be done? Well, the biggest thing that we can do is for survey for trees that have been attacked in that same year. And that that sounds easy, but it's actually hard. Mm-hmm. Um, this is done um, by the province using aircraft to survey from the air. And you're not looking for the red trees because they're already dead. Yeah. We're looking for the fading trees, the trees that just got attacked. They mark those. They set up contracts and foresters then go out and they fall individual trees and burn them on the spot to remove those those larvae, those baby beetles from the landscape so that they can't grow up to affect more trees. And that has proven to be pretty successful when we put the effort in the right time at the right place. If I, well, no, I was going to say if I remember correctly and I was going to try to come up with something on a conversation that we had a long time ago, but I'm (laughs) not going to screw it up and I'm going to let you answer the question. When a pine beetle first infects a tree, when it first berries in there the tree does something specific and if i and it kind of shows you know what it's trying to do if i remember there's like a sap or something pushes is trying to push out uh, is that one of the first indicators that the the tree has a a bug issue that's one of the big ones um we can't see that by the air but you're exactly right jaylen that's that tree is producing pitch and it's producing a lot of pitch to push out of the little holes that the beetle creates when it's trying to get under the bark. And um, that's a, that's toxic to beetles. But if there's enough beetles, that can overwhelm the mm. tree's defenses. But the thing is, is when the beetles actually get under the bark and they start to make their living there, they're introducing fungi. Mm. And those fungi grow into the wood. We know them as blue-stained fungi. They grow into the wood, and they block the water-conducting pipes in that wood. And what that does is it blocks the water from getting up the tall trees and into the branches. And so why the trees turn red is effectively those needles got starved of water. Mm. And so we can see that in the fall. Before they turn red, we can actually see those dark green needles start to become lighter green. We call them faders. And so that's what they're detecting from the air. And the sooner we can pick up those faders, the more um, cohesive a plan and, and a good plan can be put in place to do the control measures where there is the highest chance they're going to be the most successful. I think for a lot of uh, people listening right now, they might be interested in, in how close um, the the beetles are to, let's say, the capital region. Do you have an idea about that? Well, um, there's the official record and there's the unofficial <laughs> record because the province has 
the mandate to survey officially for a mountain pine beetle in what we call the green zone, the forested areas of the province. And Edmonton itself is not sitting in that green zone. But what we do know is that there have been reports of, of pines in the um, larger metropolitan area, not necessarily in downtown Edmonton, but but in bedroom communities that have confirmed mountain pine beetle attacks. They're they're not common. We don't have a lot of lodgepole pine in in the uh, metro Edmonton mm. area, but we, we have had mountain pine beetle kind of trickle in and, and make its presence known. So it's not it's not a complete foreigner to this metro Edmonton area. And is it only the lodgepole pine that the pine beetles want? Oh no, no, this is a very hungry beetle. Ah, so, okay. <laughs> so lodgepole pine is its chocolate cake. It <laughs> loves lodgepole pine and there are a few other pines that it loves just as much as lodgepole pine. But, you know, um, if, if there's no chocolate cake on offer, it will pick other mm-hmm. pines. It, it will um, infest jack pine, for example. If that's what's on offer, it will, um, it will attack them. Uh, during the very height of the epidemic in B.C., when, when the beetle populations were so high you could practically hear them under the bark, there were even reports of spruce being wow. attacked by by mountain pine beetle and that's like eating brussels sprouts that is <laughs> kind of a last resort if you're a beetle <laughs> all right so uh dr cook there's still work to be done and uh, that work continues and uh, we'll continue to monitor this uh, but great news uh so far this this uh late fall early winter so we look forward to see what happens next year i always appreciate our conversations thank you for making time for us today thanks Chilin. it's um, been great to talk to you